My name's Helen Stanley and welcome to Made in Indylat. Thank you. Oh, do you know what? I think that's the best intro we've had. Actually, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. you actually got it right. <laughs> yeah, so... Sorry, um, my boyfriend said, that. what do you want? You can't, we'll I've told you. Fuck we'll, we'll definitely right. keep this in. This is brilliant. Well, you, you need to put clothes on. You can't just wander about the house with no clothes on. I'm doing a, a, a fucking book. Sorry. <laughs> Do it in. They're not, yeah. I told you I was doing this today. Sorry. So I tell you. Right. This is brilliant. It's fine. You can, like, you just can't be naked. You've got to put a dressing gown on, babe. Yeah, I know. I, I just, I, I was singing fucking long songs and I was in the shower and then I realised. I told you to be quiet. <laughs> Sorry. He's a big music fan as at well. Least music. Just it, it, and at least it was the Rolling Stones. No, you can come in here, just be quiet. I will. And don't be naked. I'm, when I leave, I'm going to start my motorcycle. That's fine. You just, we're only going to an hour. I know, but I'm leaving now. I'm like, I'm going to get ready to go. Okay. This is excellent. Can we keep that so in? motorcycle noising. <laughs> excellent. I think we should keep that in. That's brilliant. This is exactly <laughs> what we want. You can. No, you excellent. really can. Funny. People always laugh at our relationship because we're on Goblin together. Yeah. And we do have a podcast together. Um, mm. And we, because we're together, it ends up being like, couples bickering about something people think it's really funny so because yeah. he's a bit mental like he does stuff like just wander about naked i'm like honey i'm on a zoom meeting <laughs> actually he's got a great beard i've got to, got to take my hat off to his beard he does. he does he must he must look after that there must be some grooming going on with that no yeah, he has he wears beard oil and he trims hmm. it but i think he's just one of those people that just is blessed with a very good healthy looking beard yeah, <laughs> he'll be I, glad about that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go too grey for mine. Mine's just like badger-like now. So, uh, yeah. Well, I think that's a good thing. I think that's fine. It's fine mm. for guys, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to grow old, sort of disgracefully as well as gracefully. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> cool. Anyway, that was a good icebreaker. Actually, I enjoyed that. How are you? Anyway, thank you for joining us today. So I. Um, Good and I and thank you so much for having me on. I've honestly been so excited. I love talking about music. I talk about music every day, so it's brilliant to be able to talk to you guys about it as well. Brilliant. That's what we do pretty much, isn't it? Even when we're just texting each other, we're just like yeah. always yeah, just talk about it all the time. And we're probably the only two of our friends that that like this sort of music as well. Or, oh really? Yeah. Not well, got, well, we've got many friends anyway. But yeah, <laughs> De- De- Dean, who connected us, actually, he's a bit of a sort of a gig goer and stuff. Um, and we've yeah. been to loads of gigs with him. But yeah, he's probably about the only one. The rest of them are like, they haven't really got any interest. They all like football. We're, we're all big football fans. But yeah, that's, that's why we sort of t- tried, decided to do this to give us like this sort of thing to do, right? Like, to because obviously we're not been able to go to gigs. So yeah. um, you know, we've it's it's been difficult for the past year so that's why we're doing this basically and it's taken off which is really good so um but we'll we'll, awesome. we'll talk about music in a moment then but let's talk about you because you know you're our guest so we want to talk about you for a little while um okay so you're you've got a new so to, to let me introduce you to the people that might not know you um so okay. helen uh, is a tv presenter or basically on car programs it's just that's your thing yep. isn't it um oh, you yeah. do... special petrol head <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Do you know what? I've been, um, I bloody love motor pickers, right? Because I'm not that oh, into cars that much, but I do like that program. So I love that format. So I, 
on another note, I'm addicted to a place in the sun. I don't know if you've ever watched that on Channel Four. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like a car version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I like programs like that that that, that actually are really tangible for people like me that you know just always got ideas but I've, you know not got a huge interest in that sort of stuff yeah so so i watch that with interest so the place in the sun my plan is to buy a place in spain once we're sort of out and you know a bit more settled so i watch that with interest but motor pickers um so i'm watching that with interest because at some point this year we're gonna have to get a new car so i've got one and then my girlfriend's yeah. got one she's had her car for uh, about six or seven years now so we're gonna have to change the car um, so I'm going to keep keep watching that with interest just to see sort of what the things that uh, might come up on it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I start filming um, a second series of that in two weeks. So there's going to be another one for you as well. So. Excellent. So that's good timing. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good timing. But um, so, but your sort of Goblin Works garage is your sort of big thing, isn't it, that you do? Um, yeah, that's, um, I mean... It's, it's kind of a long story and I'll try and keep it short because I really just want to talk about music. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But it was it was kind of by accident that I ended up on Goblin. Um, I used to work in the fashion industry and I decided to get into cars. Um, I gave up a very good job um, to get into cars and there's no money in custom cars. So, But I love them so much that it yeah. was one of those decisions. And... The production company found one of the cars that I'd helped work on and that that was the kind of thing they had in mind for Goblin um and so you know cut a long story short Anthony Jimmy and I all got together we've all got completely different skills and we've yeah. all got completely different styles but that actually works really well together so we mm. yeah we build custom cars and Anthony builds custom motorcycles and so we've done three series of Goblin Works Garage which is a full-on custom build show yeah. and then we've just done goblin mod shop which is kind of a lighter version of it um yeah. where we're helping people with their cars um but they're they're, they're mods rather than big up big custom builds so yeah. it's kind of like slightly less and then yeah i've done motor pickers and i did another custom car show on bbc iplayer with ali a yes and uh, for sort of first time drivers and again it was a similar thing it was kind of mods first time driver's cars so yeah cars 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 <laughs> I, have, I have seen that show right and i think back to when i was a kid and i was that age um you should you must get some challenging kids to deal with at times uh, i've seen the ones that drive like maniacs as well on there that have to be but you know they go through that schooling thing didn't they and I just yeah think, yeah oh do you know what my first car was a metro right this is 20 <gasps> odd years ago now that's so funny because I was talking about metros literally two days ago. Yeah, it it didn't last long. I wrote it off within less than a week. How did off. you manage that? I just uh, didn't respect the conditions of the road. I was on ice, went straight into a <laughs> lamppost. How I walked out without a scratch on me, I'll never know. But it just reminded me, watching that show reminded me of what an idiot I was at that age. It's just like, so uh, yeah, you do you do mature as you get older when you're with your driving and stuff, don't you? So uh, Absolutely. Well, some people don't. No, I, well, I think I've done cool race license, and I do, I do um, like race training. So yeah, I think I have, but some people do not. <laughs> you get you get all the aggressive driving out on on the track rather than on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 did a we recorded a pet hate special last night, and um, to be honest, most pet hates that come from the road. Uh, from what we were going right. through, yeah. So yeah, and we were saying that where we live, there's more 
Uh, what, what, what was your stat? Brett's come up with a stat about Ashford. I think there's more, more bad drivers in Ashford per square metre than there is anywhere in the in the world, I think. <laughs> it's terrible, honestly. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, that's that's a whole nother podcast, isn't it? Talking about terrible drivers, yeah, but it's interesting about first cars because, mm. um, sorry, I don't want to leave this because I know you guys, no, 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 go for it. No, it's, sorry, it's an open forum. But, first cars and music like that combination of experiences um I have quite a, a, a nice story because I've like I will speak in a minute like I'm massively into music and my first car was a Mark III Fiesta it was a special edition Sunray so it had all that meant was it had stickers on it fog lamps that didn't work and a mm-hmm. uh, wobbly spoiler but it was mine and I loved it and okay. when I passed my test didn't have a, I think it had a stereo in it, but it didn't work. So I borrowed my little sister's early learning cassette player yeah. and took that with a, um, a blur album on tape and went to pick my friend up. And we literally drove up and down the high street just listening to <laughs> an early learning centre stereo in my car with the so- it wasn't tuned into any, plugged into any sort of speakers or anything like that. It was just like, no. the, excellent. Because, no, it was just literally that. It sounded terrible. You couldn't even hear it, but it was just like, I can't have my first drive on my own after passing yeah. my test without listening to Blur because I was such a huge Blur fan. So that, to me, that was the only logical thing to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my Metro didn't even have a stereo or anything. It didn't, didn't come with one. Had four gears, didn't come with one. So maybe I did the right thing by writing that car off. Because like, you, know, you yeah. have to have a stereo in your car. Like for me, driving and music just go together. What like one cannot exist without the other for me. So I always used to make mixtapes for everybody, didn't I? For, <laughs> for their cars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of those tapes, yeah. but they were so eclectic. They weren't like one genre. There was like you'd have like um, Luck and Neat, and then you'd have Brian Ferry like coming on <laughs> afterwards. It was mental. That so, sounds yeah. like my playlist now. My playlist now are really eclectic. But yeah. I used to love making mixtapes. And and I don't know about you guys, but like the whole process of making mixtapes for people, I used to do it for their birthdays and things, was yeah. so much fun. And I'd make covers and write everything down on them. Like it was just, I loved doing it. And I'm really sad that that isn't a thing anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, lost, isn't right it now? Funny yeah. enough, I used to, when I was younger, I used to work in Ben Sherman. So we have a designer outlet in Ashford and I used to work at Ben Sherman. And that was pretty much my responsibility was to do the music. I don't even think no. we were allowed to do this, but I'm sure we were supposed to be some <laughs> proper ones. And do you know what? The, yeah, the mixtapes I made, like the swearing and stuff on it as well. I just like didn't even think. But I did that. I used to print off album covers like, that you know, I'd made myself and all that. It was brilliant. There's, you just don't have that experience anymore, do you? No. And and I think it's really, really sad. Like I used to, I don't know if you remember the magazine Select. Yes. Yeah. That was my favourite music magazine. I absolutely loved it. And they always had just such cool stuff in there. Yeah. So once I'd finished reading them, that's what I used to use. And I used to cut up bits from them to make the covers for the for the mixtapes. And yeah, I miss that. I miss it. It's a shame it's not a thing. That was a good idea, actually. I wished I'd use that idea now. <laughs> you used to always get a CD, didn't you, with these magazines? Yeah. What happens now? I haven't bought NME or anything for years. I used to subscribe to it. But yeah, NME is not in print anymore. Um you know I think was it last year they announced they were stopping it and it was just like, oh my god, it just seemed like the end of an era. Yeah. Because I 
love magazines. Like I, I still buy car magazines. And my proudest moment to date is having um, one of my cars on the front cover of Fast Car magazine and yeah. me and the car are a centerfold poster. And I'm like, I can die happy now because that, to me, that is like, I've ticked all the boxes. It's the coolest thing ever. And it's just not the same without having tactile magazines. And I just used to love music magazines. But like you say, I haven't bought one for ages. Nah, it's just a different world now. Well, we didn't even go out for ages, did we? That was half the problem. So exactly, and do it no. So excellent. Right, one thing I've got to ask you. Well, I noticed you're into tattoos. So you've got a bloody great big one up your arm there. Uh, yes. Have you got any musical tattoos? No, I actually haven't. All my tattoos are pirate based because okay. I really love pirates. So they're all sort well. of scum and sea related. Yeah. Um, I, I would really like to get a music-related tattoo, but I haven't decided yet what to get. Uh, I want get a Made in Indie Land one. Oh, I could do. Maybe <laughs> we, we, I will. We've got plans for that. There so. you go. Um, mm. So, so I could do that. And mm. also, I like I mentioned before, I was a huge Blur fan, still yeah. am, when I was a teen, and I loved uh, the documentary Star Shaped. Yes. And. So I was going to get star shaped, just like the lettering tattooed on me. And I, was think, I think I still will because yeah. it had such impact on me that I think that would be a nice thing that only I, certain people get, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've got, um, you can't, I've got the rock and roll one. I'm not even looking at the camera here. I'm not going to get that on there. There we go. Can you see, I see it? it? So it's like Liam's, um, well, it's from rock and roll star originally. The performance from rock and roll star. And um, it's, 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 it, it was on his bass drum, but now it's on his piano now, his gig. So you could do the cliche and get Live Forever, which I was planning to for years. Um, but I thought I'd go with that. I changed my mind at the last minute. And, uh, or cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't got any. I'm far too scared to get any at the moment. You've not no. got any. You know what? You're probably more individual not having any tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> these days. Yeah. Got them now. yeah, definitely. I'll get the Foo Fighters one next week. Um, from the I'll get in the FF from the um, There's Nothing Left to Lose album. Do you like Food cool. Fighters? I love Food Fighters, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I, we, Dom Johnny came on a couple of weeks ago and we asked him about the Food Fighters and he hates them. What? He just killed it. Like, <laughs> you know, he gave, uh, well, we're not here to talk about Dom Jolly, but it was an interesting story. He gave um, Nirvana their first gig in the UK. Um, yeah. Your so, friend was telling me about that or you were telling me about that. Someone was telling me about that. It was on our podcast. It was Dom Jolly said it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so and so, but then he doesn't like. The, he loves Dave Grohl, but doesn't like the Foo Fighters. Just don't get it. Yeah, strange. That's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. I've had, yeah. I've never actually met anyone who doesn't like Foo Fighters. No. So that's honest. Have you ever seen them live? Yeah, I've seen them a couple of times. I saw them in 1998 at Glastonbury, wow. which was my first ever Glastonbury. Um, yeah. And they were on in the middle of the day on the main stage uh, yeah. and it was pouring with rain. And Standard. then i seen them in Hyde Park. They were headlining in Hyde Park. So I saw them there as well. And they were both amazing. Oh, we, we, oh, was we, that with Motorhead supporting? Yes. Yeah, we, yeah, was we, was, we was there. Oh God, that's so weird. And yeah. Juliet and Vix were there. And then yes. yeah. Queens of the Stone Age. With Lemmy, like backing vocals. I was like, oh my God, this is the best day ever. So yeah. it was, that was do you know what? The only thing about that, we, we was in the golden circle because they did this golden circle thing that some bands do. And I thought the sound quality was terrible. 
Like I had a conversation with my mate on the phone and we were just having a normal conversation. That was the only thing, but it might have been a wind or something. You can never tell with an open air park gig, can you? What I found with gigs at Hyde Park, I love them, especially like the, well, I say recent ones, there haven't been any recent ones, but they're really well equipped and they kind of up for the summer, don't they? But what I found is I think they're a little quiet. And I think because it's a residential area, they've had to reduce the sound. It's like, that's a good shout. If you're going to live around Hyde Park, you've got to be prepared. Like, look out your window and watch the gigs. You know what I mean? (laughs) And they're always over by anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good shout. I didn't never thought of that, actually, because most of these Mm. park gigs, unless you go out into one of the countryside venues, um, they're they're normally in, um, like, there's houses around, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, that's a strange one, actually. But, yeah, so we was at, that was a great gig, though. Yeah. Do you know what? We, we've been guilty of this so many times. So we get, like, especially back then, we get so impatient for the night out afterwards. So we left early that day. And a couple of members of Queen came on, if I remember rightly. And we missed them. Yes. We missed them. Uh, and like we're so annoyed with ourselves. And we did this. At, when, when we saw them at Wembley, we had to get a tube because we, our train back to Ashford was it's just a dodgy time. And we missed yeah. it anyway. This is the worst thing. But they had, um, I can't remember who it was from Led Zeppelin came on. And we missed <gasps> them and all. And we bloody oh, missed the train. And we had to get a taxi back, which cost us like 200 quid as well. <laughs> it's just... You could have just stayed in London overnight. Oh, we, should, well, we should have really. We, so we wanted you, to, but you, one of our mates was was not having any of it. We yeah. could have just gone to a pub all night. But If you ever yeah. see us leaving at a gig, you know to stay and then you, you'll probably see someone really cool coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've done it, yeah. done it so many times. It's just so annoying. Um, I always stay I stay until the last minute just in case and then I quite like kind of just seeing the buzz and the atmosphere of everybody leaving Um, but at the time um, actually that gig I was living down south near Brighton so it was pretty easy to get in and out of London but I stayed in London that night anyway and then all the other Hyde Park gigs I've been to it's when I was living in London so it's super easy yeah yeah whereabouts do you live now? Um, at the moment, I live in South Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Okay. So there's there's not many festivals coming up that way, is there, this year? You got no. we're, we're going to Neighbourhood, which is in Warrington, which is not a million miles. It's a lot nearer oh. you than it is us. Um, but it's, uh, and we're going to one in Portsmouth as well, Victorious. So oh, okay, cool. Uh, but we never get anything around where we live. It's just rubbish, really. We have to go to London, which isn't the end of the world for us, but it's just yeah. a bit of a pain. But we did get tickets this week for the Libertines, actually. Do you like the Libertines? Oh, I love the Libertines. That I did see. I, I'm so out of touch with gigs because I just didn't know what was happening with them at the minute. Mm. So I kind of haven't kept up with it. Um, no. I need yeah, see what's going on because I really like the Libertines. Yeah, we've never seen them as a band. We've seen Baby Shambles. We've seen Dirty Pretty Things. We've seen Pete Dockett on his own and all that sort of stuff. Never seen Libertines. So I don't know if we're a little bit after the fact here because obviously they were like huge, weren't they? When And it was all like quite... When, when they were first, when they got back together in 2004, I think it was, 2003, mm. 2004, that was when they were like a proper band with all the yeah. rock and roll stuff going on, wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. So you mentioned Blur a couple of times, right? Yeah. You're wearing an Oasis T-shirt. Yes, so. I'm very controversial. I've got that T-shirt, <laughs> by the way. Did you yeah. did you have a, did you sit in a camp at that time in, when was it, 95, wasn't it, with the Oasis v Blur thing? Yeah, I was I was blur all the way, but it, yeah. it I found it kind of annoying because obviously as a teenager and especially as a teenage girl, yeah. um, like you're a bit loopy anyway. Um, yeah. And I absolutely loved Blur, but I also loved Oasis. Um, I actually 
you know, I, I, I think I prefer Oasis's music. Mm. Um, but I think at the time I just, I loved, I was so in love with Alex James. Um, yeah. and that like was my mission was I was going to marry Alex James. <laughs> um, so with that. <laughs> Good timing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, so I, I was on the, on the side of Blur, but um, but I did love them both. But I just remember, I remember the front covers of the magazines where it was Blur versus Oasis, and it was just this big thing in the charts, and it was just it was it was just a bit of fun, wasn't it? It was all kind of publicity, yeah. um, but I remember it really well. Well, it was a bit of fun, but we have talked a few times about how much we cut our nose to spite our face. Um, so we were massively in the Oasis camp, um, right? But we didn't need to be like I've said a couple of times now. My first album was Parklife, um, so yeah. and then when I heard it was Morning Glory that got me into Oasis, and then this all this sort of yeah. rivalry started happening, and it was like supporting a football team. If you if we yes, you become like it did yeah. And so I've never seen Blur, all right? And and I just that's that's going to haunt me for a long time because. We were so stupid. Like, it's yeah, so we ruined, ruined to be it like for this. ourselves, didn't we? Yeah. By just supporting Oasis, I think. Yeah. You see, I, I I completely agree with you. And I was the other way around. Um, and because you're so right, it was like supporting football teams. And everyone was like, so are you Blur or are you Oasis? It was like a serious mm. thing. And yeah. I've seen, I don't actually know how many times I've seen Blur. I've seen so many times. And I've never seen Oasis. And I regret that so oh, much. Man. I would have loved and like I've seen, um, I've seen Noel and his high flying birds, but I've, mm. I've never seen Lim. Um, I'd like to see Lim doing his solo stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I never saw Oasis, and that is honestly one of my biggest biggest regrets in my life. Is yeah. not watching live. You've missed out. They're just they were just amazing live. Do you know what? Like I've, we've seen, have we seen the high flying? But I've seen Noel Gallagher. I saw. Yeah, him we went to the O2 to watch. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, we don't really like uh, the O2 anyway, but. Um, it was a good gig, but it's not the same, is it? Like, Noel's not the front man. He's not. Um, but Liam, if you get a chance, Liam's gigs are like Oasis gigs, I'd say. Yeah, I'm, uh, that is my mission. And it, it, it's funny because I have always liked Oasis, but lately um, I've just been listening to them loads and I bought yeah. record player and I've got some Oasis vinyl and I've just become quite re-obsessed with them. And yeah. I love I love, the, I love his attitude. I love the fact he doesn't care. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah it's my mission i'm gonna go i'm gonna go see him live but also my first album was park life as well was it yeah 94 was it park life 94 i think oh i just God, i just i think it was i was about i'm 37 so it was not it was 94 it was a year before yeah. it was a year before the um big blur oasis battle yeah. yeah it was a great yeah. album and i pretty yeah. i did have all like secretly i had all their albums I just didn't tell my mum. <laughs> right. Didn't tell. Didn't tell us. No, but they were so good. Like the thing with Blur, right? So Oasis have their sound, and it was only when they got to sort of the latter years that they started to play about with their sound, and people criticised them for it. But mm. Blur, so they just they experimented with so many different almost yeah. genres within their band, and it was just you think about the album Thirteen compared to Park Life or Modern Life is rubbish. It's a completely yeah. different genre, really. And yeah. I think Damon Albarn, he, he, I used to think he was a complete moron, but he's obviously a very talented man. And you yeah, think of is. all the projects he's done since, it just, yeah, I've just, but there might be a chance of Blur you know, touring again or something. They're not really split up, are they? They're just sort of doing their own thing. Like, like what I saw them, um, I, last time I saw them was Hyde Park. 
Mm. Um, and before that, I'd seen them at the Olympic closing ceremony. Um, oh, and I wasn't particularly expecting them to get back together to do gigs. So it was actually a really yeah. nice surprise that they did both, uh, both of those things. And I totally agree with you. Like the, the difference in their music. For, so my favourite album of Blur is Modern Life is Rubbish. I absolutely yeah. love it. It's, it's that kind of, like I mentioned, star-shaped. It's that yeah. time. And it's just, I, you know, I used to copy the way they dressed. I was just in absolute awe of all of them. I thought they were so cool. Um, and it is such a different sound if you take it from there and, as you say, go to 13. Yeah. And they're, they're equally as good sounds. And yeah. they kind of, I think their progression was actually very successful. Um, and, and, you know, they definitely had a musical journey. Um, and then... But yeah, I think you're right about Oasis. They sort of did change towards the end, but just mm. that Oasis sound is there's nothing like it. It's no. just so iconic. Um, just... So I think it did well to have just that solid sound, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, do you know what? Like, with, um, like, I work at home at the moment, so I just have music on all day, every day. I was thinking to myself yesterday, I just listened to, what album was I listening to? Be here now, and I'm thinking, twenty odd years. When was that released? Ninety six, ninety seven. Like, and I still listen to these albums as much as I did back then. And I just yeah. think you've got yeah. you're doing well if you're a band and you're getting yeah. your fans to do that. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. It? It, so, and, and like I said, too, like I, I'm actually listening to Oasis more now than I did, and yeah. the, their sound is timeless. It's it's so so good. <laughs> Funny enough, you talk about Star Shaped. There's a club night that tours, isn't there? Star Shaped. I don't know if you've seen that, and I really want to get to one of those. No, I did not know about this. Yeah, I'll see them on, I think I'm following them on Facebook and possibly Instagram or something like that. But yeah, they do like a, and they get, um, I don't know if it's linked to Blur, but it's more right. about the, of that Britpop era. And they do get like bands and stuff playing. It's more DJ stuff. It's like a proper club night. Um, but they do get bands. I think the next one, they've got the Blue Tones or something like that. <gasps> so, uh, I Big times, and I yeah. went to their supposed last gig. Yeah, but then they're now having more gigs. Right, I'm okay. We need to talk after this. I need to find out <laughs> where it is, and I'm going to go because that sounds fantastic. That sounds yeah. Like they talk. They they definitely talk because obviously we're interested in the southeast where we where we live. They're definitely in Brighton, and they're definitely in Islington. Um, they do the garage in Islington if you know that one. Yeah, um, played there myself once. Um, but they so they do, yeah. So but they definitely tour sort of further up the country as well so see yeah. I wonder what venue they do in Brighton because I'm from Brighton and um you know I think that's got a lot to do with the fact that I'm so into music because it's such a great place for music and you know <laughs> bands from the area and then like, like bands always used to go there um on their tours yeah. um so I want, yeah it'd be interesting I think to it's see um that. I think it's Comedia I think it's where they use in Brighton okay yeah that makes sense I've been to um, a couple of um like nights like that down there, actually. Um, I saw the ordinary boys in Brighton and we went to an after party in Comedia. That was a really good night. Oh my God. I have a, a story about that if you want to hear it. Yeah, and yeah I don't, go for it. People will even believe me, but I don't lie. <laughs> I've got, like, I, I get in trouble because I don't lie. I tell the truth. Right. But uh, the ants laughing. I was going to say, there was a glance over there. <laughs> I do get in trouble for telling the truth too much, don't I? Yeah, we're, we're both pretty shitty liars. We're both shitty. <laughs> yeah. Too many so, giveaways. Preston from the Ordinary Boys. Yep. His mum was my English teacher. Is her name Hayley? Uh, no. Oh God, I don't. I used to just call her Mrs. Preston. Okay, go on. I don't know what her name was. She's really, really American. There's, yeah, there's a strange 
because off there's a link there. Get her to tell you about how she's cheating on me with one of the Gallagher's in her dreams. Liam, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that's good. He's fine with it, is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so so Preston or Sam, as I knew him, his yeah. so his mum was my English teacher. And we used to go, I was very fortunate that I went to a really nice school. It wasn't a private school, but it was just a nice school. And we went on really good school trips. Yeah. And I do not know what year it was because I'm rubbish with numbers and dates. But at some point when we were very, very young, we went on a French German trip and she brought Sam along um, because she was one of like the chaperones. Yeah. And um he had his guitar with him and I was just like oh my god he uh, well, well I'm in love with him obviously I think I was probably about 10 or 11 yeah. and uh, he was such a nice guy and we, we ended up going out for maybe about three days or something like that you know like how you go out with people yeah and yeah, have yeah, yeah. <laughs> not rock stars um, normally but yeah go on. no <laughs> and then and then he so and he sang he played some Nirvana to me on the guitar in wow. like a couple of days we're going out and then he dumped me and I cried oh. and um but we used to write to each other and he used to send me incense sticks <laughs> that's <laughs> wow it, it's so random yeah. and then completely completely randomly when big brother used to be good yeah um I I somehow got tickets to go and watch the you know like the final kind of Big Brother final of the celebrity yeah. one he was in. Yes, that was and a really I, good one as well, wasn't it? It was really good. It was yeah. brilliant. I had no idea it was him. I was like, I don't know who Preston is. They were, and, and my school, I went with some school friends and they were like, it's Sam. I was like, and I didn't realise until I actually no. got there that he was, because he goes by the name of Preston. So it just yeah. did not. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I, I've never, never seen him since, but we did, I did go to an ordinary boy boys gig in um brighton and it was really really good yeah i saw them yeah. um i saw that a gig of theirs at the uh, dome in brighton and that was quite good yeah so um, i think that's probably where i was possibly it was years ago yeah. it was it was snowing oh. i remember that um but uh not in the dome obviously but um <laughs> funny enough you say that so you were cast aside because didn't he start going out with that girl that was on um that big brother what's her name Chantel. was it Chantel? Chantel, yeah yeah Something like, that, yeah. like we were children it wasn't yeah. proper girlfriend and boyfriend and i don't even think we kissed so it wasn't no. proper and he probably doesn't remember and he probably thinks i'm lying um but <laughs> it, it happened. It happened. Well, we believe you anyway so. yeah, yeah yeah and it's, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be out there now <laughs> but weird that you say about his mum right now the reason i asked if, what her name was because it was either his mum or his auntie she used to be what i used to be in banking and she trained me and I don't know if it's his, I thought it was his mum, but it might have been his auntie now, thinking about it. Ah, There's a okay. weird link there. That's a really weird link. That is a weird link. I yeah. quite like it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he and he also used to go out with someone that we know as well. Um, okay. As teenagers. Uh, no, actually, they would have been at uni. She would have been at uni. So, bit of a weird link with Preston here. That's so weird. It's so, yeah. That, and it's so strange that you brought that up as well, because I forget yeah. about it. I'm not, and yeah. They it's were a like good a, band as well. They were they a good band. So good. They just I went after big after Big Brother. He just wanted to be a pop star, didn't he? And I think you know, but I don't know. He's um, I think he's a really good artist. They compared him to Paul Weller, didn't they? And I think that was a bit of a problem. They kept saying that he's a new Paul Weller and stuff like that. And maybe because he was into that scene, but he was mm. completely different. 
I thought yeah, he was. Yeah, so um, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him since he stormed off of um, Buzzcocks against Valley. Oh my it? god, that was hilarious! I used to love <laughs> Buzzcocks. That was yeah. one of my favourite programmes. It's such a shame it's not still on. That yeah. was really- it was really good. That was yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he probably did the right thing. Like he, like he was getting really hammered, weren't he? Yeah, was it Simon Am- Simon Amstel. Yeah, he's taking the piss yeah. out of his missus and all that, and like yeah. can't have that, can you? But, uh, so, but yeah, he just got ridiculed for it, didn't he? Poor bloke. All he was doing was sticking up for his missus. But, We've now got motorcycle noise for a moment. Hopefully, he'll quit. It's authentic, <laughs> isn't it? It just goes with your theme and all that sort of stuff. So that's good. But oh, we live in the middle of nowhere, so it's super quiet here. And it's yeah. just typical that he's decided to go out on his motorbike at the exact time I'm doing a podcast. Uh, at least he's got dressed to get on it, though. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he's literally walked in the background and I'm having like a serious meeting mm. with a production company or something and he'll have like my dressing gown on. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Excellent. I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> Did you see that? Actually, this is on a side note. Did you see that Canadian politician that... Um, got caught out getting changed. He'd been out for a run or something. And he was they was having a, a parliamentary meeting on Zoom and he's completely starkers. Forgot <gasps> he didn't realise his camera was on. Literally. <laughs> Brilliant. I think it was this week or last week. And he had to make a public apology. It was a genuine error. He just he, he wasn't like being funny or anything like that. that he was so funny. he had it set up in his bedroom and he was getting changed. So that was quite it must be something about Canadians then. Yeah, yeah. Your fella's Canadian as well, isn't he? <laughs> It's, it's and also right. Uh, we're big. We're big Partridge fans. So in these days, Partridge. Are you fans of Alan Partridge? Yes. Yeah. And I have a good story about that as well. Go on. Um, I'd have so much fun if I lived with someone by the name of Partridge. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Alan Partridge. We were big when we were kind of all at school. Our little group were. Mm. We all listened to the same music and we loved Alan Partridge. And our French teacher was a huge Alan Partridge fan. And she actually arranged for us to go and see him live at the Dome in Brighton as a oh. French trip. Because she liked <laughs> My missus is a teacher and I'll, 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 I'm going to try and get her to do stuff like that. Just be self-indulgent. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, we love it. Like, it's just like another thing that we've liked for all our lives, really, all our sort of since we were kids. He's brilliant. But yeah. But we saw him live, and do you know what? It was, it was Steve Coogan. It was, he did Partridge for a bit, but uh, we were a little bit disappointed because it isn't his best, is it? His best is what he does. is on TV and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We were a bit disappointed with it, but I don't he started know. arguing with the crowd, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he got really angry. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a disaster that one. He he did when I watched him, but it was funny because he was yeah. doing it as Alan Partridge. Yeah, I think he lives down that way now. By the way, I think he lives in Brighton or somewhere, or just outside Brighton. Yeah. He does, yeah. I used to, when when I still lived down there, I used to see him when I was out and about. I used to see him quite a lot. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do if I met him. It'd be unbelievable. So, um, to talk about that, like, I'm rubbish when I meet famous people. I can't cope with it. I'm just, I get starstruck. I just, I cannot. And if they're musicians, because for me, rock stars and racing drivers are the coolest people in the world. Yeah. Like, he's revving the bike now. Motorcycle racing drivers, particularly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so and as I said to you guys like I loved Blur so much I still love Blur yeah. and I was in a pub in Camden um, and I said to the person I was with 
there's a pub in Camden that Graham Coxon goes to because I used to know where they went out. Like I knew, it, you know, it was it was yeah. a bit obsessive, but just because I was so interested in it. Yeah, yeah. And as I said it, I kid you not, Graham Coxon walked around the corner, and I kicked my friend under the table, and I was like, oh my God, my God, but I was just. And it would have been the perfect opportunity to just go and talk to him. Because yeah. Graham's like, he'd be just really nice. And I couldn't. I just, yeah. I couldn't. The person I was with went and spoke to him. And I was just like, no, I've just got to sit here and stare at him because I don't know how to behave. And then nearly the same thing happened. I was having a meeting in, oh God, there's a members club in London where Blur used to go out a lot. It used to be very cool. And it used to, like, yeah. Damien Hirsch used to go there. Um, oh, I don't know what you mean. That's going to bug me now. It's going to bug me as well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was there having a meeting. It was at TV stuff. And I said to the guy, I was like, oh, um, Blur used to come here. Like, <laughs> it was one of those places where I was like, I really need to go there, like, ticket off my list. Yeah. And as I said that, we were walking down the stairs. And Dave Roundtree crossed our path on the stairs and I was just like what the hell is going on like it's so weird but again couldn't talk to him just could not talk to him so yeah. I'm because yeah. I just I'm in awe of them and I just think they're so cool that I don't know what I could say <laughs> I've had that a few times before where I've, I've been places oh, Bob Geldof walked past me once and I just like then <laughs> uh, 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 he's gone yeah <laughs> what well, like but what do you say? Maybe I need to think about this. Maybe I need to like write down some things I got, could say if that happens again. Um, you got to have a standard line, haven't you? Yeah, and I, I and I know that I know that I wouldn't because um, I met a, a friend of mine is um, Simon Pegg's sister, um, yeah. and like, she's amazing. I love her to bits. She's really funny, and I was a big fan of Simon Pegg. Do you remember yeah. the series Taste? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Big and, Train was um, my favourite. Oh, that it was, was so good. <laughs> yeah. That um, was really funny. Just mental, wouldn't it? Yeah, and sorry, Karen. That's all right. Uh, Simon was. I went to her birthday, and Simon was there, and it was. Um, it was. She had a really cool birthday party. I think it was for like her thirtieth or something. And it was. We were all had to dress up as just recognisable characters. Yeah. So I went Minnie Mouse, um, and so I was dressed as Minnie Mouse, and Simon Pegg was there, and she was like just go talk to him what's wrong with you I was like I don't know what to say to him I just don't she's like come on she dragged me over and introduced me and the only thing I could think to say was I'm a massive spaced fan and that was it <laughs> <laughs> they, they must get there so much as well oh, you well, just look else? like a complete goon don't you <laughs> yeah do you know what mouse. <laughs> do you remember when um like so um Alex Brooker who's been on the show he's he's one of our mates and we so he went on Chatty Man. Do you, do you remember this? When um, yeah, I do. I so, love that. Yeah, so he um, he went on Chatty Man, and Noel Gallagher was on there with him, right? So to be to, not actually, I haven't had had this out of Brooker yet, but he was going to get me to go because every now and again we'll go up to the last leg and sort of meet him after and go in the green room. That's so and cool. It's it's yeah, it's it's pretty good. Not not recently, obviously, but um. It's weird having one of your mates on a show like that. It's really strange. It's just, it's, it makes TV smaller. You probably get that. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, just yeah. means, it just, it sort of takes the shine off of it a little bit in a weird yeah. way. 
It's, but anyway, yeah. so, long story. So going back to the um, Chatty Man thing. So Noel Gallagher was on there and he was supposed to, Booker said to me, oh, look, I know obviously you're just like, he's your God sort of thing. So I'm going to try and get you up. And he didn't. Um, so I will sort it out of him. But I was in Rome. <laughs> it, I was in Rome anyway, so I couldn't do it. But at the time I got really excited and I thought, what am I going to say to this man? Like, I, I don't think I could have gone through with it because he just... He's responsible for my whole way of living. In, you know, do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And that's that's the yeah. issue I had with Blur. And it's just like, yeah. I, there's nothing I could say because, mm. you know, like when you're a teenager and, and, and I don't know if it's the same for boys, but, you know, for girls, I'm so, I'm in, I believe it or not, I'm painfully introverted. And um, I when I was a teenager, I had terrible skin, really bad acne, had terrible teeth. Um, like people used to bully me because of the way I looked and I was just you know it was yeah. just not that sounds great. like me now um, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like this podcast yeah sorry <laughs> yeah. and so and I used to hang out with a lot of boys because they were a lot kinder yeah and I got to sort of 14 and I've been listening to a lot of music up until then and because my dad is a big music fan he loves Rolling Stones that's where I get yeah. that from Rolling Stones so I've always listened to music but um Blur and Oasis and that whole indie movement, it just, I felt like it gave me an identity. Yeah, because 100%. I wasn't sure how to dress. I didn't know like what to do with my hair. But then all of a sudden this movement was there and yeah. I was like, right, I'm going to get Justine Frischman's hair. I'm going to wear a blazer and a skinny Fred Perry with rolled up jeans like Damon. And I, it just, I built my whole world around that movement and like I said, that's why Star Shape means so much because yeah. my friend and I used to watch it and I was just so ambitious and really creative. And I was like, I just have to do something cool with my life so yeah. I can experience the same things they do, like on their amazing tours and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's that's why on my Instagram now, a lot of the time I do a hashtag music shaped my life. Because I saw it that actually. Yeah. It, it, like, yeah. I would be me now if it wasn't for the music I listened to when I was a teenager it I think was... that hits home with everybody doesn't it uh, yeah. a lot of people yeah uh... we always say that also like, outsiders we call them outsiders wouldn't understand they just don't understand because like, yeah you know. do you know what Ant is one of those outsiders because he did yeah. he was born in Leicester but he grew up in Canada yeah. so he missed the whole Britpop indie thing and I was like mm. dude so like Celine Dion and Brian Adams wait <laughs> 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 they're great like, <laughs> he thing. and like I'm trying to educate him like I'm making him obviously this is before that but I'm making him watch This Is England I'm making him watch yeah. all the like the Shane Meadows documentary on Stone yeah. Roses I'm trying to educate him in how <laughs> cool British music was and still is and um, I'm, I just am so glad that we grew up with it yeah because I wouldn't change that because I just think it was so magical and influential and it was before social media. It's before all this craziness. I just think that was just such a good time. Yeah. Well, it's a perfect age for it as well, wasn't it? It's yeah. a really good age to to get into it, like you say, to create that identity and stuff. It was brilliant. That's it. And I like I explained, like I'm, I'm painfully introverted. I've got terrible anxiety. And so social situations are just like find nightmarish and yeah. when I was 14 that's when I went to my first 
festival and I went to V um, with my best friend um, who's still my best friend and like we've still got that music connection together and we only went for the day so we got on the bus at Brighton um, my dad dropped us off my dad's super cool so he would trust yeah. us he sort of said just try not to do any drugs so we we're yeah. like okay we won't. Um, so we got the bus to V97 and watched Blur. We were there all day, fantastic bands all day, and then Blur headlined. And that changed my life because all of a sudden I had confidence yeah. that I did not have before. And I was still really introverted, but I was like, no, this is my life. And I, like, it just gave me purpose. And I know it sounds really like preachy and religious, but it did. Like it's had such effect. It's like that though. Uh, do you know what? I think uh, I, I think I'm so reflective as I've got older and I think now I didn't appreciate it back then how much it was like, it was so good. Like the, and I think now when I try to, because my girlfriend's not into this scene at all. She's a Spice Girls fan and all that sort of stuff, which oh, is no. fine. I <laughs> know oh, it's fine. But we always say, um, you know, it gives us something that we can do separately. So it's, yeah, we, we get leeway to go and do what we want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're taking them to our festival, to that Victoria's festival, actually. Don't know how that's going to go down, but like, but my girlfriend's from Portsmouth, so um, it sort of fits a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, but and I'll try and explain to her, and she she tries to be supportive with my little you know, quirks and projects and all that, and like, I play guitar and stuff like that, but I know she doesn't, she's just trying to be supportive. She doesn't understand it. So, you know, and it, you know, what it's not her fault. It's just that she's also seven years younger than me as well. So she was like, right. yeah, so that, that obviously is a big thing. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, funny enough, I went to an all boys school in Ashford and it was not cool to like this sort of music there. If you, really? it, yeah, it was just really, um, you had to like like metal and stuff like that if you wanted to be cool. It's a it's a, okay. it's a really old school to be honest, like for that sort of stuff. You either like dance music, which I do like, or you like metal. But if you liked um, like was well, this sort of stuff, Britpop and that sort of stuff, it was a bit obvious. I don't know, it's a bit mainstream. It's just so That's... I. It was more when I left that school, went to college, that actually I got that identity. Like I've, I didn't try to hide it. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's, yeah. Like the Parker, God knows how many Parkers I've had over the years. Like just, oh you know. And this was like one of my friends, um, he, he like, he loves Liam Gallagher. And for my birthday, that was the other week, he got me, because I am a bit obsessed with Liam Gallagher. Like yeah. Ant mentioned earlier, I keep having dreams where I'm going out with him and I'm <laughs> repeating on Ant with Liam Gallagher. And wow. so my friend Dave bought me a Liam Gallagher birthday card and he got me a Liam Gallagher cushion cover. Um, I've completely forgot where we're going with this. What were we just talking about? Uh, that happened to me last week. So no we thought we've fallen down an indie rabbit hole. And we don't know. Where we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happens, isn't it? It's because I'm thinking about Liam. I'm like, my brain's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, no competition, is there? But um, yeah, where, where are we going with it? Oh, no, we're talking about not understanding and all that sort of stuff and obsession and getting an identity when you're older than Parker. Yeah. It was a Parker, wasn't it? That's what we thought. Parkers, we that's, that's it. it. it was Parker. And he had one of Liam's um, uh, pretty, is it Pretty Creek? Yeah, yeah, I'm wearing yeah. some now, actually. Yeah. He's got one of his parkas, and because they do extra small men's, I was like, right, I'm going to get myself one of them and just get, like, an extra small one because they're so nice. Um, but I have Extra large oh. men's for me, so... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've got a pretty green parka. It's nice. It's really, yeah. really good quality, actually. Yeah. He sold them now, though, isn't he? They're run by JD now. But I think, do you know oh, what... Yeah, I think it was failing. But um, to be fair, 
they've not tried to make it like chavy or anything like that. They've just kept with what it was. And oh, I actually think I think some of it's better than what when he had it. So um, I don't know that. Oh, I still get what I still get Parker though. Yeah, he tweeted the other day to say he's still involved in it. Oh, is he? Yeah, the, the, what, whether he just done that to, to get Maybe not to a, sell, yeah, sell some more, but, you know. Possibly. But. I think, so, yeah, it's a great label. Without Fred Perry, um, yeah. like Fred, Fred Perry's like the holy grail, isn't it, really? Um, yeah. You can, can never go wrong with Fred Perry. Um, That's it. Yeah. I've got a good question. that We've talked about this question so many times now, and it's we've asked a few of our guests and stuff. Is there any bands, right, that you that you think are overhyped so that bands that are, or acts or whatever that you that everyone loves but you just don't get yeah and i'm gonna get crucified for this we, we always think this when we're saying this before <laughs> Sorry. Now my dog is barking because that's all right my cat ruined the one we recorded last night so don't worry by the way by the way just referring to a previous podcast do you think your pet's got an, your dog's got an accent <laughs> Yeah. So, so he's obviously Derbyshire. Has you got a bit of a Derbyshire well, accent? She's she, sorry. She's half Yorkshire Terrier, half Chihuahua. And I rehomed her when she was a puppy. And she's got yeah. so much attitude. It's unreal. But I imagine her having like a kind of um, like gobshitey northern accent. <laughs> to me, that's what she... Right. I'm gonna Excellent. See, I'm sorry. Because otherwise she's not going to stop barking. That's sorry, what I don't worry. Look, there's nobody there. No one's at the door. Me? I can't remember where we were now. I jumped in with the accent thing, didn't I? Oh, the bands, the bands. And what bands don't you get that everybody else loves? Who do you Sorry, what? I heard that no one's at the door and then she's fine. That's yes, right. I was crucified for this, but I stand by it. I do not like the Arctic Monkeys. Thank you very much. That's what that's my one. <laughs> that's my one. Do you know what? I don't I don't dislike them. Let me qualify that actually. I don't dislike them. I just don't get why they were so big compared to other bands at the time. I I liked the first song they released. Yeah. And after that, I honestly thought it was just samey, samey shit. And yeah. the lead singer really annoys me. I think he's got, like, yes, lead singers are allowed to have an attitude because they're lead singers of a band and they're super cool. But I just yeah. think he was, to me, he's a bit of a tit. And I'm sure he's yeah. a very nice person and it's nothing personal, but just for me, no. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm I'm the same way that they but they kept getting compared to Oasis all the time and I think that's what ruined them. It's because me, of that, that record they broke. Like yeah, that's it. And then I see some someone wrote an article how what's their lead singer uh, lead Alex Turner guy called Alex Turner. He's a better yeah. songwriter than Noel Gallagher and then What? I, yeah, right. I had to I had to shut the laptop and, and <laughs> calm he, down after He couldn't show <laughs> Noel Gallagher's guitar. No, exactly. I, that's just that's just a freaking lie, isn't it? There's, yeah. That's no truth in that whatsoever. Do you know what? The more we talk about this, though, the more people are agree. Dom Johnny agree with this, and the oh, more, really? yeah, the more and more because on our Instagram as well, we've got like a little bit of a community going with our Instagram. So there's a lot of like-minded people. Uh, yeah. We all sort of share, and we all you see the bands that everyone always talks about. Arctic yeah. Monkeys never come up. No. So I just don't think they're as popular as they like to think they are, and um, I think that they're a different audience now. They're pop stars. I now. think so, yeah. And that's actually quite interesting because I've I've never sort of voiced the fact that I really like because I don't want to be negative, because obviously, no. you know, they're very gifted and talented, they're just not my cup of tea. And to yeah. me, 
comparing them to Oasis is just no. It's just yeah. wrong, isn't it? <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> do you know what? Funny enough, they played that. Uh, you said about the Olympic closing ceremony that you was at. Um, they yeah. played there, didn't they? They weren't on the day I was there, like because I think oh, they sort of probably did something at the Olympic stadium. It might have been the opening ceremony. I might have got that wrong. Oh, the opening ceremony, yeah. But, but the, um, the one... BDI played that one, didn't they? The closing ceremony. Who did, sorry? BDI. Didn't um, Liam do one? No, they've done, they done the opening one, I think. Oh, I'm getting really confused. It's yeah. going nowhere. I would like to see the guy. I blur. It was, um, oh, God. I Ray went Davis. to gigs at, at the same time. But yeah, Blur headlined it. So I doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'll backtrack in there. Uh, and Sorry. I've got the facts completely wrong. So, like, that's just, yeah, how to ruin a podcast. Anyway, um, where were we, where, what were we talking about? Oh, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you know what? The other, what's your views on Coldplay? Because a lot of people say Coldplay. Um, I, 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 again, musically, they're very talented, but I have no Coldplay on any of my playlists and I wouldn't choose to listen to them personally. Yeah, we're pretty much the same. Their early stuff was okay, but they've just gone a bit poncy now, haven't they? They're just not, you know. There's, there's just some bands that I just don't, you know, like Oasis, Oasis Blur, um, Rolling Stones. Like, I'm so passionate about them. I just think they're amazing. Like, Keith Richards is my hero. I love him. He's like my honorary dad. Like, my dad is very cool, but he's like, I see him as a second dad because he's just the coolest. Um, and, yeah, it's like... Bands like Coldplay and, you know, there's just some bands you just like, eh, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can see why they got big, but yeah. they're just, yeah. just they, they they probably were more, they prioritised commercial success, didn't they, over actual, you know, musical talent, if I'm honest. That's uh, it. Yeah. And I think, like, this is going off, off, off on a kind of tangent again, That's really. Right, we but, talking about like music shaping our lives and the fact that um you know it gave us confidence and gave us an identity when, yeah. when we were kind of like a bit lost or a bit nervous about life when you're a teenager um when I think it's probably when I went into sixth form so how old have I been 16 yeah maybe yeah yeah 16 yeah yeah we so I so I I grew up near Brighton, but it was in a village, so it was kind of in the sticks. But then yeah. Brighton was really close, so that was kind of our main town. Um, and so we used to go drinking in the pubs in the villages um, mm. because we could get drinks in there when we were fifteen. We used to sit at the bar, and um, those we were the days. Yeah, yeah. No, never do that now. Yeah. And I just used to I forget in trouble for this, but I used to drink pints of Stella. My blazer on with my Fred Perry shirt and my rolled up like look dressed like Damon but with hair like Justin Frischman. Um yeah. and I would chain smoke mobile lights. I used to love to smoke um, yeah. and it had mobile lights because that's what Blur smoked. And we there was all these little pubs, and in these villages, there would be these village halls, mm. and they were really, really cheap to hire. So we used to um, me and my friends used to hire them and put on indie Britpop nights in like the middle of nowhere and everyone from school would come and it would be like all the older kids would come and it's just, yeah. I, I don't know where we got like the idea to do it, but we did it in loads of different places and, and we just used to put on these parties just because we were so passionate about the music that we were like, well, we want this party to happen with this music, so we're just going to yeah. put it on and 
you know, we'd somehow pay for the village hall and sometimes yeah. the police would come and stuff would get broken. But <laughs> like, we, we really started something and, you know, it, like it was super cool that we, I think it's super cool looking back on it, but yeah. so young. Get our friends that night. That, that sounds like a good night. <laughs> yeah. it, they, they were so much fun. They were really great. And then when we were a little bit older, obviously we had Brighton right there and there was yeah. an indie night on a Saturday night at a club that was called The Ark. And then um, Saturday oh. night was indie night and it was a fiver to get in and it was just the best. That's uh, that's what we used to do every Saturday night. So, but yeah, yeah, but we started off hosting our own parties just because we wanted to have the music that we listen to um, and then just loads of people used to come along. You should do it now. We talk about this all the time. It's an, um, there's, there's a market for it, definitely. Um, yeah. You know, you, you, you should give it a go. We'll come if you do that. We'll, we'll buy tickets. There'll be at least three of us there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would definitely be three of us there and dog. Yeah. And I'll bring in a guitar. I can, I can play guitar a little bit. And, you know. <laughs> but it, it, do you know what? Like we, that, the one thing that we missed out on was those nights like that because there's just nothing around where we live. Nothing at all. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we're near Canterbury. So, and I went to college at uni there. Um, not for long at uni, I dropped out. But um, but so there were student nights, but yeah. at the wrong time. That was when, like, do you remember that bloody like new metal era coming in and all that sort of stuff, which wasn't yeah. bad, but it, it just quashed Britpop. It just got rid of it. And yeah, bands like bloody Sum 41, Papa Roach, and all that. And that's yeah, yeah, that was like, minutes. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah and it was yeah. the same. No, it wasn't the same. So cool. But, all right. Well, um, Listen, we're going to run out of time in a minute because we we're trying to be disciplined. No, 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 it's good, it's good. So, but we're we're the ones that we're we're trying to be disciplined with ourselves because we keep running away with it. But, but so we're getting there. Um, so yeah, oh, for, listen, this has been great, absolutely great talking about this sort of stuff. Um, I could talk to you guys all day about this. I just I love talking about it, and and we we seem to have similar tastes yeah, as well. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's our ages and stuff like that. I think it's the same era, so that. You know, you were either in the camp of being like into dance and stuff like that, or you was something different, and we were something different. So yeah, I think that's what it was. And pop was just over the other side, but pop's okay. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll do part two one day. Maybe this needs a part two because there's loads. Of stuff oh, I would about. love that. I'd love we'll that. Pop, I'll definitely we'll, be up for that. We'll try and, and we, work it out. We need. I think we need to start at an event where we have car like a car show, but a music festival in one. We should yeah. do that. Let's try and make this work. A bit like Carfest with Chris Evans, but on a much smaller I scale. Already does that, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I'm randomly, and we do need a part two for this because this is another yeah. very cool but long story. I'm friends yeah. with Taka, the bassist from Feeder. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. And, and and that's through cars as well. So, but that will All be right. a wasp. So, we'll have to do a part two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Sounds good. All right. Listen, the feedback we've had when we've had previous guests on has been amazing, but we've had. A backlash because we've not stuck with our our favourite section, which is pet hates. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, what? Do we, who wants to start this week? You haven't got one of you this week. No, I was, I was going to give it a miss because it gets I, too angry. Yeah, I, I'm all <laughs> calmed down for ages. Last night. Yeah, when it was it was it was hard going last night. And then I, it was sort of I realised a lot of the pet hates that people were sending in. I actually do. Yeah. So I'm he, quite upset. Bloody hypocrite, especially yeah. when driving. What, cutting in, cutting in uh, late. You know when the the motorway goes down to one lane and things. 
someone got really angry about it, and I, I do that. He's a BMW <laughs> driver. I'm up to honestly. his name. So am I. There you so. go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, obviously, I'm a bit tamer with the Renault. <laughs> um, see, the thing is, right? My opinion on 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 that on the on the whole, if you're gonna be cheeky, just do it and get out of the way. Like, commit to it and then fuck off. Yeah, don't, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I take the mix sometimes, but I'm I'm a really confident driver, so I will be out of there before you've even seen me. So it's when people pull in front of you and then slow down. That's when it's dangerous. Yeah. It's yeah. not us. It's them. No, it's not us. it can't possibly be you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'll, I'll kick off, right? So my pet hate, right, I've had loads this week and I'm trying to save them so I don't forget any on the next episode and stuff like that. So my pet hate this week is loud sneezing. Absolutely no need for it, right? <laughs> so... It's men, it's men, it's men that do it. So guilty as anything, right? Just like they're attention seeking, right? I can regulate my sneezing. I can sneeze silently if I have to, if I'm in a, yeah. a social situation. It's not comfortable, but I can do it. It's these people. I've got. He does it. Right? I've got a couple <laughs> other mates that do it. Just like literally well over I'm, the top. I'm not attention seeking. I, I just. <laughs> Attention-seeking, that's brilliant. It is, that's what it is. Oh, look at me, I've got a cold. Right? I don't feel sorry for you. Calm it down. Hay fever. Oh, oh, it could be, oh, that's coming up, isn't it? They're, it's going to be bloody rife, this disease, isn't it? This, <laughs> oh, it does my head in. I just think, what are you doing? Like, just, I was out in the garden the other day. It was like 10 o'clock at night. I was putting something in the shed. And I hear someone about four gardens away, just like <laughs> literally. If there's kids asleep, he's woken a whole neighbourhood up. Like... I just felt like going around there. I was so angry. And I and I just said to my missus, this is my pet hate this week. But it just annoys me so much. Anyway, I've got I've got it out. That's that's my pet hate for this week. I love how you guys rant. You rant like I do. Mm. Like, I'm so annoyed. I have to just be like, right, I can't talk about it anymore because I just get too angry. That's hilarious. We're quite we'll placid we- people. Right, we are quite plastic people. We sound like angry little men, but we're, we're not really <laughs> angry. We do let things go, but then these little things just make us so yeah. annoying. And we have to, yeah. this is oh, the I perfect platform to do it. And we can do it on a weekly basis. So in the rest of the week, we're pretty calm. It's good. Like, it's like therapy. You can just get yeah. it out, Definitely. get it done, talk yeah. about it, and then forget about it. Well, not forget about it with pet hate, but yeah. yeah. What about you then? Is your chance to shine? I tell you what, like... The, I don't normally, no, that's a lie. I do sometimes talk about this pet hate, but I have to be careful about who I talk about it in front of yeah. because it's a bit of a political one and I don't like to be political on social media. I like to just keep it light, talk about cars, talk about art, talk about music. Yeah. But this is a car-based one and yeah. um, because I am a classic car fan. Yeah. So three of my cars have windy windows and two of them don't have power steering. So I'm old school. Yeah. I like proper wow. cars that you can fix if they go wrong. Um, you know, you've got a chance of like sorting them out. So my pet hate, oh God, I'm going to get abused for this, is electric cars. I just, I don't think it's the environmental answer at all. I think it's a complete mask um, because the, 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 the actual, the, the time and energy that goes into making them and then yeah. like, it just it's a big thing it's a big political thing 
But um, there are better solutions than electric vehicles, such as hydrogen vehicles. Um, and it's just the people that drive electric cars and are really smug about it. And they think they're like doing their bit for their environment. And it's like, you're not though, you're, you're really not. It's, it's, it's actually better to keep an old car going yeah. um, than producing all these new throwaway electric cars. And I think they're soulless, they're silent. I got in one once, so I had to drive one around the corner in motor pickers. Um, yeah. Like drive in, it was like a wild car for somebody. And yeah. I, I, I wanted to refuse to drive it because I've always said I will never drive an electric car. <laughs> but they were like, well, hell, is this is your job. You've got to drive. I was like, okay. I got in it and I could not start it. I literally oh. got in it and went, what the hell is this? It's just an iPad. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Where's the key? Where's the engine? It's just, oh, I hate them. I hate them. And I then always, I always say there's going to be a lot of people run over in the future by them. Yeah. You can't hear them coming. They've got to put a whistle on it or something, haven't they? But and you know what? They, they're better now, but the, when they first started bringing them out, they were so ugly as well, weren't they? They took, yeah. they made them different. They just made yeah. them like bloody or robots. Spaceships or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now they're trying to make them, I think VW have led the way with this a little bit, and they're trying to make them like, as normal, normal cars. yeah yeah i do but, get your point and it's not a choice yeah. either is it it's being forced upon us yeah and that's the other thing which and it is not the answer it's not yeah. the environmental answer at all it's 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 complete farce and what what i think is actually going to be quite dangerous is because the um the talk on them is you know they they, they get from naught to 60 and like that yeah um you know a lot of people can't drive so <laughs> especially in ashford yeah. <laughs> so if you're putting them behind with that much that much speed and talk, like mm. instantly, people are going to crash the cars because they're not going to be able to control them. Um, yeah. So That's that true. is my ultimate pet hate. I hate electric cars. I like classic petrol fueled or ethanol fueled cars. What what happens with the old ones once they all come in? It, like they're going to be crushed, aren't they? Do I they no, they yeah because they're no, by the twenty thirties. Not usable, I guess. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if classic cars come into that um, mm. and historic vehicles because a lot of mine, like one of my cars, is from nineteen sixty-eight, and it's like oh. MOT exempt, and yeah, so yeah. I don't know if classic cars will come into that. I'm not sure. I have to read about it, and if that does happen, then I'm going to start some kind of Mad Max themed revolution. <laughs> well, join me. You're going to kick off. I'm, I'm a bit worried now because uh, my son's currently in an electric car on his way back from his football match. <laughs> like, um, not mine. It's not ours, by the way. This is he had to go with someone else. Um, so uh, hopefully he knows how to drive that electric car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Volvo as well. So yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, one, one. We all we get we got panned for this as well. So one little thing we do do as well every week, we sign off asking each other what we've got for dinner. Now, we're early in the day today. So um, who, do you know what you've got for dinner tonight, Hedden? Yeah, it's it, as it's a Saturday, I am going to have pizza and chips and a beer. Brilliant. That's, that's my favourite Saturday dinner. That was mine last week. Yep. What, what about you, Brett? I'm uh, having chicken burgers and chips and a beer. I think it's, it's kind of like... Nice. Lots yeah. of beer. I've got a barbecue to go to this afternoon. So it's my father-in-law's 60th. So... Um, Got he's got huge steaks apparently, he's got massive steaks and he always overfeeds us on these things. So, God knows. And there be... Yeah. So. Oh, there'll be the... plenty of that. He, he's a he's an he's a chief engineer at Shepherd Neen Brewery. So uh, there's always yeah. plenty of uh, 
always plenty of beer around their house, so that's good. So, but I've got you know, I've got two kids to look after as well, so I can't get too drunk today. It's they, it's better when they get babysat and then we can go out properly. But yeah, go anyway. out on the left. Cool. Um, well, listen, we've got some music to introduce. Do you want to do the honors, Brett, on this one? Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, they are called the Heavy North. They're a five-piece garage and blues rock band from Liverpool, and their single is called "Darkness in Your Eyes." And it's about recognising desperation in someone and trusting your instincts when you know someone isn't being themselves. Really good, this band. Um, they uh, did an EP back end of last year. And again, we, we're getting some really good music coming through on this. They're really good. Give them a listen. Um, check them out. You can find them on Spotify and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, so we'll play them in a second. But listen, Helen, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, it's, been, it's, been, it's been brilliant. And um, we'll definitely do another one. It sounds like this is, we've got some more stuff to talk about. So that's good. And we'll get planning yes. this, this, this festival thing. Um, yeah. I, honestly, I've had the best time with you guys. I've been so excited about doing this podcast and uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you so much. No problem. And uh, here is the Heavy North. Enjoy. See you. 